Good evening, my name is Marco White and welcome to Yelling at Stop Signs. I will preface by saying that the general purpose of this podcast is to primarily declutter my otherwise cloudy mind because, let's be honest, I have a lot of thoughts, most of them stupid, and not thought-provoking at all, unless it's at 3 in the morning, because then they're just sitting there in the corner with the paddle ball just going hard at it, and they're just like, why don't we know this? Why don't we know that? Uh, Did you know this? Do you ever think about that? You know what I'm talking about. It's kind of like a mix of anxiety with euphoria. But um, I'd like to start off by saying that there are things that just really like rack your mind for no particular reason. Uh, First and foremost, song lyrics. Um, Prime example that comes to mind currently is Counting Crows, Big Yellow Taxi featuring Vanessa Carlton. And if you've never heard it, I guarantee you've heard it if you've seen any of the Shrek movies, primarily Shrek 2, because all the Shrek movies feature 2000s music in their prime glory, and that's Counting Crows with Vanessa Carlton, which doesn't get much better unless you consider the entire first movie soundtrack. Um, But the chorus for Big Yellow Taxi is they paved paradise to put up a parking lot. And I had no idea that that was the actual, like, line, the chorus from that song, because, like a dummy, I thought for years that they were saying something uh, obscene, I guess. Like, you know how you hear a song lyric, and you're like, okay, uh, I don't know if they can get away with saying that on the radio, but they play it, like, seven times a day. And especially with some newer stuff, let's be real. Uh, But yeah, for like the last decade, I've really just um, let that bother me. But yesterday, my wife and in-laws went to a Counting Crows concert at the uh, Walmart Amp. And I was like, I'm feeling nostalgic. Let's listen to some of this since I'll be chilling at home. And I listened to it. I'm like, huh, this is a popular song by them. And I have no idea what the actual lyrics are. So I gave it a listen. And I'm like, I feel so stupid. Uh, another prime example is uh, Gorilla's Feel Good Inc. You listen to the like little chorus where the animated lead singer, 2D, who is also the lead singer of Blur, is doing that little like falsetto-esque thing. And he's actually saying like, words like I was just when I was a kid I thought he was just like making noise to make noise but he sang the name of the song which is feel good and that whole song like I love that song I love let's be honest I love the gorillas because they have such a unique style they're one of the first like animated bands and the progression of media as a whole with the technology of the times and they merge that with their unique sound to create this amazing culmination of pop culture but that whole song it was one of those things where I would like every other verse I think I'd know something and I'd sing it I I was belting it out as a kid when it came out and it would just be absolutely wrong like I don't know it's one of those things where you're like okay you're just a stupid kid but then as an adult you're like that's major cringe And 
it's definitely one of those things that I think about at night. I'm like, man, I was a stupid kid. <laughs> I'm, st I'll be honest. I'm still not the brightest adult, but I'm definitely smart enough to know most times when to push and or pull a door. And if I don't know for sure, I'll wait off to the side and let someone else do it so I don't have to. So do you remember how I said at the beginning of this that I have a lot of stupid thoughts? Well, I do a lot of stupid things too. So, uh, and one of those stupid things that really makes me think about life sometimes is the fact that whenever my wife asked me to go close the blinds, I get that moment of, I wouldn't say fear, but it's like a twinge of anxiety and pressure to perform in a way that like, I don't have to perform in a normal way. Because let's be honest, blinds, I don't know about you guys, they confuse the heck out of me. And I, like I said, I don't think I'm stupid, I just know I do stupid things and I have a lot of stupid thoughts. But whenever I go up to get like, I don't know, get something and my wife asks me, hey, do you mind closing the blinds? Don't want the neighbors seeing any of our business. I know we're just chilling here watching like a movie or whatever, but can we like close the blinds? I'm like, sure. So like I stretch my fingers, do a, get limber up and everything and I go over the blinds. I'm like, okay, you can do this. This is no problem. And... I definitely underperformed 95% of the time. Just yesterday, Ashley asked me to close the blinds and I just stood there for about three minutes pulling it every which way and she's like, what are you doing? Why are you like this? And I'm like, I have no idea. I'm a, I'm a functioning adult. I go to work. I know how to brush my teeth. I can do most of my laundry. There's Stains are a little confusing sometimes um but closing blinds is not one of my strong suits and it would definitely i'm not saying that i would ever put it on there but it's definitely going to be missing from my resume like skill like if there was ever a job for just that i would hardcore avoid that you know what also just really like boggles my mind cicadas um I had a friend on Facebook post a picture of him like holding a cicada and that really just made me think about every summer. So every summer you hear a cicada and how they just like chirp and they're trying to find a mate so that they can um, complete their life cycle, right? That life cycle takes about as long as, a per as for like your kid to be able to go and see an R-rated movie. 17 years. I remember reading about that in uh, an entomology book when I was a kid. And the fact that, like, the little, like, larvae of cicadas just chill underground for 17 years. I mean, first of all, it sounds awesome. Like, you just chill around, taking a dirt nap. Well, that doesn't sound so ideal, but uh, let's just, let's, let's remove the dirt part. Uh, you're taking a nap for, like, 17 years. You're like, you wake up and you're like, oh, okay, cool. It's time to go and find a... Future Miss, Miss, Miss Wright, right? And 
then you just die. It's, it's crazy. Like, why, why 17 years? Why such an arbitrary number? Uh, I get that nature has, like, some crazy, like, complex plan that I don't understand for everything sometimes. And if you want to delve more into, like, the uh, ideology of beliefs and everything, there's a purpose and place for everything. Uh, not, not today, first of all. It's late in the evening, and I could literally talk your arm off, like, whole coffee, coffee shop convention kind of thing with that. But 17 years just to get out of the dirt, wake up, be like, I'm going to go get married, have a kid, and, you know, die. Just, could you imagine if we, how much we would have to do as a people or... And people, as an individual, before we were 17, it's like the fast track to life. And then you're just like, ah, I'm done. And it, make, it kind of makes me wonder, would it be more stressful or less stressful to live a life like that? But, you know, I'm not a cicada and I'm only half as annoying as them, so it works. Um, but yeah. Another crazy thing that I just thought of, cilantro. Yeah, I mean, you don't use it in everyday things, but like if you want to follow the modern day fad of like uh, Latin food, Mexican food, whatever, is all the rage, which I don't blame you. It's amazing, especially like tamales, like favorite right there. But cilantro has a small percentage chance for some people to make it taste like soap. Like, everyone knows that, right? And I don't get how your brain's just like, yeah, this tastes exactly like Dawn soap or whatever soap. Does it taste like a specific brand of soap or does it just taste like soap? Like the normal, like, dollar store, like Irish spring kind of soap or... I don't know. I don't have that gene. I don't have that predisposition. I mean, Grant, genetics are weird in and of themselves. I mean, you look at me. I, whenever I bite into like a mango and if I haven't like taken the skin off it, I will break out like no other. But I love mangoes. They're my favorite fruit. And I just have to make sure to peel them. My siblings, they don't have that issue. I always grew up with like my grandpa, my grandpa Marco could eat a mango as is, as long as he cleaned it first, of course. But he would eat it, no issues. And then you look at me, I'm just like the one outlier. But soap, that just... Also, like, if your parents figured that out earlier on in life, would they, like, instead of washing your mouth out for, with soap when you were bad, would they just give you cilantro? Like, I'm being semi-serious, semi-like-not, just because it's, it could work, and I don't know, like, it would really just be one of those things where people would get, like, creative with it, I mean, people are just absolutely phenomenal, like, I don't understand how some people come up with uh, different things, my buddy Josh, he showed me this thing, I think it was, it was on TikTok, but 
it was like this, it was a syringe, but it wasn't like a syringe with like a needle point, like you have a little bit of like the liquid that goes in here. It was like a full on like, um, what's, what's a good way to describe it? So imagine, imagine it looked like a piece of coral, if I'm being completely honest, like same color. It was, it had a bunch of little holes and everything, but then it had like a little container at the top with like the stopper. And when you depress the stopper, like it would, he, the dude was using it for hot sauce because, um, if you're a glutton for punishment like me and Josh, or Josh and I, I should say, English, you'd think it wasn't my first language. Um, <laughs> the dude filled it up with like a whole syringe of hot sauce. And it wasn't like a small syringe. It was, it was big. And he just like douses this like burrito. He's like bitten off the top and he douses the burrito with like these multiple streams of like hot sauce all throughout the burrito. I'm just like, I can't think of another situation where this would be practical, but that's very creative and just, it boggled my mind that someone actually was like, oh yeah, I'm going to go do this. <laughs> another thing that I just thought of, you think of like uh, early settlers and everything, and you know, like, Corn is one of those things where we use it in everything in America today, which is cool. Um, not the healthiest alternative sometimes, but, you know, corn's awesome. Like corn tortillas, corn chips, um, corn syrup. It's in a lot of our foods and stuff, drinks. And it's not great. It makes it taste good, but it's not great for us. But you think of, like, the first dude to, like, or lady to make popcorn like i'm 100 percent sure it was an accident gotta think like oh yeah like someone's gonna be like oh yeah we're gonna do a scientific test to see what happens when we throw a whole thing of corn on the cob into a fire after it's been like dried and husked and everything but you got to imagine like they're just chilling there and someone had like, they're like cleaning up their like area or whatever. And someone's like, ah, there's this piece of corn. What do they do? They're not going to do the actual job that they wanted to do. They don't want to clean their site. They just chunk what's left in. It's been there for a while. It's not like rotting or anything. It's dried out and they chuck it and they throw it in like this fire. Cause they're like, oh, I don't want anyone to know that I had that or that I didn't do my job completely. And they throw it in there, and it's just like, boom! I apologize for that. I got a little overexcited. But it's like one of those things where it must have scared the Jesus out of them, you know? Like, I can't imagine. I mean, I was, when I was out at a college back in 2017, I was out with my, uh, my good old friends from Texas, John Boy and Mark, and we were setting up a bonfire like we did every weekend out in like the boonies in Idaho. And it's one of those places where it's like a dust bowl type area. There's a little bit of lava rock in the 
periphery of it that I can see. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Like, a little bit of uh, sage, just chilling out. Like, real nice. Stars are in the sky, and we're like, this is going to be a good night. And I noticed that there were a few shells on the ground. I'm like, hey, John, did you remember to uh, really clear where we're going to have this fire? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? I'm not stupid. I got, I got this. Like, I'm like, okay, cool. So fast forward a few hours. We'd, we'd all been having a grand old time. People had come and gone, and we'd had, like, music going. People were dancing. And at some point during the night, I remember just doing my thing. I think I was dancing or I was telling a story. I was talking, something like that. And I don't remember what exactly happened right before this, but this shell went off right behind me. And I definitely got a lot luckier than I should have because, like, it just went right through uh, one of my athletic pants because I don't like to wear jeans. The jeans look great. Fabric, not the most comfortable. It's not super breathable. They look, like I said, they look great. Not my favorite. But I don't know if it was an ember or if it was just something that was... I don't know what it was. But it went off and it just singed this hole right through my pants. And I got a, and this spark like flew up behind my back. I'm like... I won't repeat what I said, but it definitely wasn't something I shouldn't have said in mixed company or in polite company or in any sort of company because I was not happy. One, I looked like an idiot because I was dancing around like there was something like, like my pants were actually on fire. Two, I just made a fool in front of like a bunch of people I had known and didn't know, which back then looks really mattered to me. And you should always try and look your best, but... Back then, like, more vain than I am at this moment. Not to say that I'm not vain. I just, I cared about what I looked like. I cared about how people perceive me. And that's one of those things that you care about in your, like, early 20s. That's just like, oh, this means so much to me. I wish, I wish I could always look this good. I wish I could always be this cool. I wish everyone would talk about stupid stuff, you know? But that was probably one of the most embarrassing slash funny moments that I've ever had. Just, And I think about that sometimes. Like, you make up these scenarios for, like, historical events. Well, not historical. Like, I guess they're more of a pseudo-historical moments. Like, first person, like, made popcorn. And you're like, oh, I wonder if it was like this or... It's kind of like when you have those, like people have those arguments in their heads and you're just wondering like, how does that go? Like, how would this happen? You create these imaginary scenarios and usually in those scenarios, you come out on top, you're feeling good. You're like, yeah, I would have said this. And then when like that moment comes, you're just like, I completely spaced on everything I've ever just said. And I'm terrible at that because you can visibly see when I'm having an argument in my head. I am the absolute worst at that. And the reason I say that is because one day I think I'm just chilling, sitting there, 
enjoying the moment, doing whatever. And Ashley, my wife, she 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 starts looking at me. And I'm like, what? What? Do I got something in my teeth? And she's like, no, what are you doing? I'm like, what do you mean? What I'm, I'm sitting here. And she's like, no, with, with your hands. I'm like, what do you mean? What am I doing with my hands? She's like, you keep moving them and you're moving your head and your eyes are darting back. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then you, we just left it there. I'm like, she's tripping. She's crazy. So fast forward and we're like, it happens again. I'm just like, I know what you're doing. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You know that thing we were talking about a few weeks ago? I'm like, no. So she reminds me and she says, you're arguing with yourself in your head. Like you are visibly arguing with yourself and you are playing the part of both people. I'm like, when you say it like that, I sound crazy, which you're not wrong, but stop. <laughs> and it's just one of those things that's very humbling and it's one of those things where if you hang around someone or you're friends with someone or you talk to someone enough, they notice these Lydia, little Lydia, little idiosyncrasies about yourself that you wouldn't notice otherwise. And it's kind of awesome, kind of terrifying. It's like those little tells for people that have... Sorry, let me rephrase. It's like those tells that people have when they're playing poker, like, oh, they've got a smirk or their eye twitches or something, which I don't know about you, but you're, you're going to go and do that on national television. Like that's crazy. Have I ever watched like one of those like poker championships? No, but the way they spoof all of them in like modern TV it's pretty great, and I couldn't imagine anyone not busting a grin when they have, like, a flush or anything like that. Like, you're on national TV, and you're betting for, like, millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars, whatever, and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to be over here, stone-faced Joe, just chilling in my seat. No one's going to beat me. Nah, man, I'm doing great. I just got to... You're lying to yourself, you're lying to me. It seems fake. Which brings me to my next stupid thought. Um, you think about cheese. Um, I don't know about you, when you say cheese, you either think of shredded cheese, block cheese, but everyone at one point or another thinks of like the singles that come in those plastics, like little like pieces of saran wrap they fold over the cheese right like the ones that your uh, mom or grandma or whoever would make your grilled cheese sandwiches would put on the sandwich and it, it would be per like the craft singles right and it kind of upsets me that that's fake cheese because think of like Velveeta and like craft mac and cheese and it's it's all fake cheese it's still good but how close is it to actually eating plastic? I don't know, but I'm going to keep eating it. Is it going to make me sad in the long run because it's all gone or it tastes amazing and it's terrible for me? Yes, but I'm going to keep eating it. Speaking of cheese, there's one, there's, I'm going to, bring it full circle back to uh music because 
you know those cheesy songs that have tons of radio play, whether from years of being played, being recognizable, or just being, like, well-liked, but you have an absolute aversion, if not hatred, of those songs. Well, when I'm at work, we have a playlist that's composed of songs that everyone that works there has put requests in for. And there's a few songs on there that just, whenever I'm working, I just, I stop for a minute. I'm just like, deep breath. We can get through this. I don't work retail. It's not all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. We're okay. Lower your blood pressure. And some of those being uh, Sweet Home Alabama, uh, Anything by Aerosmith. Um, no disrespect to Aerosmith. It's just that whenever I hear a song by them, I can't help but picture um, Steven Tyler's like huge, freakishly huge mouth just singing into the mic and just... It's abnormal. It's not holy. It's otherworldly. I don't like it. Ergo, I do not like their music. And I just... Whenever like I hear... Uh, dream on I just it's not a jam for me for some people that song is like uh, baby shark or whatever else their kid listens to or a while ago it was um, happy by Pharrell Williams uh, a lot of people a lot of people don't like blurred lines I'm one of those people it's it's a creepy song I don't have anything against Robin Thicke in, per in particular but it's a creepy song, you gotta admit. Um, let's see, There's, there's a, there was another one that was on my mind that I can't think of right now, but it's like nails on a chalkboard. And I'm talking like there's... you When you're working, you're kind of just going with the flow. Like if it's a song you don't like or dislike, it's, you're just kind of like moving along and doing your thing. You're paying no mind to it. If it's a song you're like, you're like, yeah... I'm working a little bit faster. I'm doing my job real good. I'm feeling good. But if it's a song you don't like, it I don't know about you guys, but like I feel like my work suffers just a slight amount. I and I hate to say that because it's not like I want to. It's just you hear it and you're like, "Man, it you're my whole day is ruined. Not really, but like this one song for this moment is going to bother me until it's done. And then you wait and hope that the next song is not going to be another one of those songs. Because when you're working or whatever, it's not like the radio in your car or whatever. You can't change that. You have to sit there and listen to it. And like, that's, that's life. But it's terrible, right? And then you start thinking about like how vast music is. Like you could hear an entire discography from one band and you could never know that there was another band almost note for note, like extremely similar to them. Or you could talk to someone they could have never heard of like your favorite bands or you could have never heard of theirs. But 
when you introduce someone to that band, they love it or they hate it, whatever. But music is so vast and it's just this crazy spectrum of, for, for lack of a better word, and to sound like a craft single, uh, harmony is the word I was going to use. And it's just crazy to think of all the, like, things out there that you don't know, which is kind of what this whole thing has been about. Like, there are things that I don't know or things that dwell in my mind or things that I imagine or create with my mind that just, I may never know the answers to them. I may know the answers to them and get a little bit wiser, a little bit smarter so I can educate someone else. Um, but that's kind of all I had for today. Um, if you were kind enough to listen to this, I thank you for your time. I hope that this has provided some degree of entertainment for you and I hope the rest of your day is excellent. Um, have a good night, have a good week, and be kind to others.